Hello and welcome to the Still Space Podcast. I'm your host, Executive Coach Mary Lee Gannon, where my guests and I share fun and simple strategies to manage yourself so that you can show up the way you want in work relationships in life and not default to past behaviors that leave you disappointed. The Still Space is where you learn to take an intentional moment to challenge habitual assumptions that hold you back with enlightened truths that boost your genius. We transform drama, resentment, doubt, unmet expectations, and self-sabotage to executive presence, self-control, deep sleep, healthy choices, and more connection with people who matter while it still matters. It's time. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. Hi there, friend, and welcome to episode 79 of the Still Space podcast. How will I make this transition? Many of my clients are struggling with this question when they first come to me. One of the hardest things about moving from one phase of your life to another is reorientation. Now we're talking about any transition. It could be from corporate leadership to a new career. It could be from an executive position into retirement and you're just not sure what that will look like. It can be from a failed marriage into being divorced. It can be empty nest. It can be a new diagnosis. It can be any transition, a layoff, termination, change is difficult. And we must first reorient our lives to not expect to go into the exact same realm that we just came out of. And what I see hold up most people when they're making a career transition is that they think that they should start looking for the exact same title in the exact same organization size with the within the exact same industry. And trying to repeat where you are, it never works because that's impossible. Logistics will tell you that. However, there's a lot of opportunity when we can see beyond just our title, our team, and the role we had. We want to make room for something new. You want to reorient yourself to realizing that you're not just insert whatever the current situation is. Somebody's spouse, somebody's mother, somebody's leader, Whatever role it is that you've identified with, we want a little bit broader perspective, and that takes reorientation. That takes looking at your values, looking at your strengths, looking at your interests, all facets of yourself so that you realize there's not only one thing that will make you happy or that you can do well. There are many things that have always made you happy, and we lose sight of that in transition, and that you can do well no matter what the setting. So we look at your transferable skills. What are you good at that can go anywhere, even if it is just into the next phase of your life, which may be retirement? 
This is the phase where you start asking the hard questions, relearning what does and doesn't work for you so you can get the most out of whatever this transition phase of your life is. And ideally, if you are going to have to reorient, you want to think about that ahead of time. Now, I realize this isn't always the case. People get divorced, people get diagnosed, children leave, things happen, and you aren't anticipating it. But ideally... You start the process, especially if it's retirement, before you get there. You get your personal, emotional, geographical, and financial plans in sync. This is why my clients have a yearly plan that they update every year because you have a vision. You have concrete information around what it is that you want to do that makes you happy. Yet even for those who plan well for their 50s, 60s, 70s, or whenever, and find a new role or start a business, easing into a transition into a new phase of life can be scary and sometimes even disappointing. Once you've made the leap, you're not really happy and you're sitting there saying, is this all there is? Did I make a mistake? Why did I leave this position I loved? Your identity is not tied to anything that you've done in the past. It is tied to your core. So for my clients that come to me in retirement and they're not fulfilled by life in retirement, and they're saying to themselves, I wish I hadn't retired. I was so much more fulfilled and respected in my previous role. Those are thoughts that are not serving you. They're just thoughts. They're not facts. They're not edicts. And what we do is reorient you to yourself, back to yourself. What were the things that you loved to do as a child? We vet all of this through a lot of assessments and resources so that you start to remember, oh yes, that's who I am. That's what I do well. I can have this and do all of this anywhere. I just have been trying to apply what I was applying in this role to life outside of this role, and it isn't working. You absolutely can position your unique genius to be relevant in your career, to have connected relationships, to learn to live a fulfilled life, absolutely beyond your corporate role, to have a satisfied, heart-centered life. There are three steps to do this, and I've just been discussing the first one. Reorient to a new way of life by looking at things that used to make you happy, people that you love to spend time with that you haven't had time to do that with, travel, interests, hobbies. And people say, well, I don't know. And that's really important to vet out what you do like, what you don't like, what you're curious about. And that's what I do with people because it's not sometimes as easy as, oh, well, I'll just go to the bookstore and get a book on crafts or hobbies. If that doesn't resonate with your values, we first have to know what you value so that we can find what it is that really brings you that heart-centered fulfillment. And number two, this is really sometimes the hardest part. Learn to de-identify yourself with your previous role in whatever it could have been. If it was a corporation, it was your corporate role. You might have been a stay-at-home mother. You might have been any number of things that you did 
Those are not who you are. So when I say learn to de-identify yourself with a certain role, you do this because this is how you remember who you are in any situation. Whether it's in a new business, in a new career, spending time with people you love, exploring adventurous things that you never had the time to do, but you're curious about. We do this more openly and fulfillingly when we have stopped having to, and if you're leaving a corporate role, some of those things might sound like this, leading others, making decisions, owning my work, strategizing, controlling things. You know, a lot of leaders have a difficult time with retirement because they were very good at what they did. And now there aren't a team of people following them, listening to them, and they feel like they don't have a purpose, which is not true. But when they're identifying with the purpose of their previous role, that is true. And we have to de-identify with we can't take that same control that we had in our corporate roles into private life because we don't have teams of people. We don't have a project management board. We don't have executive management team meetings. We don't have these things that used to go on that we were very good at, but that doesn't mean there isn't a plethora of things that you are definitely good at. So re- Orienting yourself starts with de-identifying with the role that you previously had. And then the third step in this process is to design your ideal day. And you can't do that. In theory, you think, oh, I'll just go get a planner and I design my ideal day. You can't do that if you haven't first done the work to reorient yourself to your life, the things that you love, and then de-identify with the role that you've been in for the last however many years that's been. Once we've moved aside all of these preconceived expectations, assumptions out of the way, and I use the metaphor like moving a shower curtain to the side, we have to move this film out of the way, then clarity starts to come our way. Most of my clients that are in transition, once they have reoriented and de-identified themselves with whatever title, role, etc. that they had, especially the ones who have been laid off, it's really difficult to move forward if all you can think of is that's all I am, is what I did in my last role. Once we have all of this out of the way, move that shower curtain of who I thought I was, the only thing I thought I was, aside... We design an ideal day and you don't have to work too hard to see this because it's now coming to you. It's rising up very clear to you because the smoke and mirrors of doubt and assumptions and all of the other nonsensical thoughts that we've been telling ourselves are out of the way. My clients in retirement, in transition, in the next phase of life that is exciting for them are setting their alarm clock every night so that when they get up, they can fit in all of the things that they've wanted to do. So let's picture this practically in two different scenarios. You get laid off or you're approaching retirement 
and you're nervous about it, you don't know if you'll be happy, you don't know if you'll find another role or something to do that's going to fill your time, you're starting to sense that the people around you, your family members, are noticing that you're edgy, that you're not eating healthy, you're snacking, your uh, exercise routine has gone by the side, you're not wanting to go out and be with people. All of this is becoming very overwhelming to you and you just sort of give up and start to envision your world much smaller than you naturally orient to. You say, oh, well, okay, this is as good as it's going to be. I better start accepting it this way. This is what we do when we play small, right? So in this scenario, we've totally oriented our life around what we used to do. We've totally identified our life with what we used to do, and our ideal day is what we used to do, and we don't know how to do anything else. Now, here's another scenario. You're approaching retirement, or you've been laid off, or you've gone through any other transition, and you realize that something has to change internally, not externally. You're not angry and mad and pointing fingers and blame. You realize that that is all useless and beyond your control. I've talked about this before. Remember the Target logo. We are the red dot dot in the center. There's a white circle around us of things that influence us, but we are solidly the red dot in the center. And there's a very clear line between that red dot and the white circle around it that can influence us. And then, of course, there's the red circle around that white circle that is just noise that's out there in the universe that doesn't have any bearing on us, but can if we allow it, like the news, wars, COVID, etc. So you're strongly getting curious about what's inside of you that's going on. You recognize that this next phase of your life scares you. And you realize also that I have to do something differently because I can't wake up every day blaming the situation, feeling small, not feeling happy, having it affect the people around me. My relationships are failing. My self-care practices of eating healthy, exercise, etc. are falling by the wayside. So I'm going to start with me internally, not externally, with all the things that are going on in that white zone inside me in the red circle I have to honor how I'm feeling here, and I'm afraid. I'm afraid, and I'm a little bit sad, and I can sit with that and get curious about it because really my fear is of the unknown and that I won't be relevant anymore and that I won't feel that anybody cares what I have to say or do. And that feels sticky. That's a sticky thought and a sticky feeling. And I don't like it. And yes, moving into phase two, because that first scenario was reorienting yourself. The second scenario, de-identifying with the previous role. You might say to yourself in that scenario, yeah, I really liked this about my other role. I had a great team that reported to me. I had respect. 
I went to work every day and knew exactly what I wanted to do. We made great things happen. Or if it's uh, from a previous marriage, for instance, I loved my family being together. I thought we had a great life. Or if it's you were recently diagnosed with something you don't understand. I never thought about this before. And now I have to, and I don't like that. But I keep identifying with my life before this and now I have to make an adjustment to what my life is like now with this condition or with this situation or with this new job or with this new phase of my life that's retirement or whatever it is. I can identify with the unknown because I can be curious in that space and experiment. And that's kind of exciting. And then number three Designing my ideal day, I'm going to get a really cool planner. I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to explore some things until I find something that I really love. Like I might take a class. I might not like that class. I might quit after the first two classes, but I'm going to try. Maybe I'll learn to speak a language. Maybe I'll learn a yarn craft or woodworking. Maybe I'll start some new projects in my yard. Maybe I won't because I don't like to do that, but maybe I'll do something else. So now your energy level is up a little bit more than when you're in the phase still orienting yourself around your previous things that you did and valued and cared about in a limited capacity. The role that you had, which was a limited capacity of your full potential, and the day that you had that catered to how your life was oriented and how you identified with your role. I want you to have the freedom that comes from not identifying yourself with anything, but who you are inside, at your core, with your values and your strengths and the difference that you make. Because when you can stay with who you are and what you can control, there's a lot of power there. You are not on the fringes of your life where everybody else is pulling the strings on a puppet. You are the one driving your life. So in the show notes, I have some more information on working with me in my, what I call Epic Coaching Program. This is for people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s who are looking to maybe find a new role or start a business, easing into the next phase of their life, and they don't have it all figured out, and some things haven't been working. So I have a free checklist that helps you evaluate this. It's called the Will I Be Content in Retirement Checklist? And this checklist is for you if you are approaching retirement or a new career or new business are not sure if it will be rewarding, wonder if your best years are behind you, are not sure what you'll do with your time, think retirement may move you closer to end of life, are not sure who you'll spend time with or who will want to spend time with you, fear you'll regret retiring and not be able to get another meaningful role because you're too old, are afraid you'll be bored, fear you don't have enough money saved, This checklist gives you clues to position this epic phase of your life as the absolute best phase of your life. It's not retirement, it's a new beginning. So in the show notes, there will be a link to get the checklist. 
because I want you to have some clarity on how wonderful, how rewarding, and how curious you can be about this next phase of your life and how you will manage yourself in the process. Wishing you the power to remain true to yourself, find a still space moment to reflect and remember that you have everything that you need inside of you right now to be everything that you want to be. I'm glad you were with me today and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me.